96.7 FM WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. Your hosts today are Garrett Ray and Bryce Payne. And this morning, we are talking about common social security myths that are out there in the ether. How you doing, Bryce? Good morning, Garrett. I'm doing well. How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. How's your dad? He is expectedly uh, or unexpectedly progressing um, faster than we thought. Um, Very good news for Doug. He will return to the radio waves next week. So for all the listeners out there who have been wondering, uh, yeah, Doug, um, I guess two weeks ago now with this airing of this show, underwent a uh, spinal fusion. He had a pretty badly slipped disc. Um, and he went over, uh, under some pretty innovative, uh, surgery there and spent a day and a half in the hospital. And that they, was it. That's it. They had him up even, I think it was five or six hours after surgery. They had him up on his legs walking, um, a little bit of an assistance there with a cane or a walker. Um, and he was actually back to work, so to speak, uh, checking emails yeah. and, uh, communicating with us within 48 hours of the surgery. So it's <laughs> yeah. not like he's been gone, gone. He just no. hasn't been in the office. So. Yeah, he has been, he's been hitting us up uh, on emails and, and phone calls and the like. Uh, he, he stays on top of it for yeah, sure. Yeah, he does, absolutely. So. so Doug, wishing you all the best there. Look forward to seeing you back in here next week and uh, back on the radio show uh, next week for all the listeners out there who are missing him. Yep. And uh, speaking of, uh, of your dad who served, let's go ahead and just do that uh, Wealth Guardian Service salute to all of those uh, men and women in uniform out there who listen to the show, uh, thank you for listening, and uh, you are in our thoughts. We do know that uh, putting on the uniform requires a sacrifice of you and a sacrifice of your family as well, and we always want to pay tribute to you. So thank you for all that you do for the country. Garrett, thank you for your service in the Navy. Doug, thank you for your service. Yeah. And, uh, okay, let's go ahead and get on. And, Garrett, the reason that we are talking about um, – Social security miss, common social security miss in both the first and second segment today is because, lo and behold, that's our next seminar. We had the one a couple weeks ago on the Secure Act 2.0 and taxes and retirement. And the next one we're breaking out on Thursday, April 20th and Tuesday, April 25th. We do this twice a year is social security filing strategies and how social security changes uh, that are, have been made over the years and how that impacts you and uh, what the different filing strategies are out there. Um, so we want to dedicate this uh, this episode and actually next week's episode as well will be dedicated to uh, topics all around Social Security. And uh, again, Thursday, April 20th and Tuesday, April 25th is when we've got that um, seminar coming up in the, the uh, Broyhill Annex building, the old Clemens Library, where our offices are in Clemens. Mm-hmm. You have to register, but there's no cost or obligation to attend this. But uh, to register, it is 336-391-3409. Highly encourage anybody who's preparing for retirement or wondering what's the best way for me to file for Social Security to attend this and get a whole bunch of knowledge on the ins and outs of that. Yep. So, Garrett, uh, let's go ahead and get started here. What are we talking about for the uh, for these uh, these uh, social these common social security myths. Yeah, so there's a lot of uh, I, I guess kind of water cooler talk, if you will, mm-hmm. over social security and different things that may or may not be true. Um, what Bryce and I are going to talk about um, is all those things that are out there that aren't necessarily true. So myth number one: the Social Security Administration will help you make the best decision about when you should start your benefit. So imagine Mm. this. 
Imagine it's tax filing season. You've, yeah. got, you've got all of your W-2s and all of your 1099 INT, all of those forms, and you walk them into the uh, local IRS office and you <laughs> plop them down on their desk and say, all right, guys, help me file my taxes so I'm paying as little yeah, as Help me out there, IRS. Would Does that sound like they would do something? No. It, yeah. That is not something that they would do. They would tell you to go talk to your CPA. Right. And if you tried to do that same thing in Social Security, walk in and basically ask for advice, help me file for Social Security so to my best advantage, they will tell you in some certain words, take a hike. Yep. Go see your <laughs> local National Social Security Association certified advisor yep. is what they should tell you. And that would be us. We are, we I are. doubt they'll even do that. Right. They'll just say, no, I'm sorry. Now, they can't answer, <laughs> they can't answer factual questions. They say, yeah. what if I filed next year? what would my benefit be? They can tell you right. that. If my wife and I divorce and she remarries, what will, will she be able to tap into my... They can answer those kind of questions for right. you. They can't give you advice. You should do this, or I right. recommend... They won't do that. So please don't think that you can go in there and we'll just leave it at yep. that. Uh, the, the reps, believe it or not, somebody, an advisor who is certified with the National Social Security Association is probably better versed in the ins and outs and the beneficial ways to file and the non-beneficial ways to file for Social Security than the uh, reps at the window of the Social Security right. office are. Yep. They know facts, good. but they don't know strategies. Exactly. All right. So that's myth number one. It's a great one. It's a common one. All right. Myth number two, and we've run into this several times, Bryce. I won't get any Social Security if I was a stay-at-home mom. Okay. Mm. So that is not true. Not true. Again, so in order to be qualified for Social Security to get a Social Security check, you either have to have worked for 40 quarters, 40 quarters out there, basically 10 years, but they don't have to be um, sequential 10 years, right. 40 quarters. And when you work, you had to have been paying into Social Security. So that's one way you can get Social Security. Right. The other way is to have been married for the last two years to somebody else mm -hmm. who is um, earned those credits. And you can earn a spousal benefit off of them. Right. There is a common um, oversimplification of how much that is that you will get. A lot of people say you will get half of your spouse's benefit. Not necessarily true, close to that, but there are some nuances that we don't have time to go in here that uh, that's it's kind of a close rule of thumb, right. but there are some other factors that play into that. But yes, you could more or less expect if your spouse has filed for Social Security and you have been married to them for two years, you could get a spousal benefit that can be somewhere around half of their benefit. Those mm -hmm. are the two ways that you could qualify for getting a Social Security check. Absolutely. All right. So now if you are just tuning in, you're listening to The Wealth Guardians with Garrett Ray and Bryce Payne. And today's topic, both in the first and second segment, are common social security myths. There's a lot of them out there, and we're just trying to clear those muddied waters a little bit. And we talked about... Um, the Social Security Administration will help you make the best decision. We talked about that one. You won't get any Social Security if you if you were a stay-at-home mom. We cleared the, the waters on that one. What's yep. the next one, Garrett? All right. This one's a, a hot-button topic for some people, and here we go. You won't pay taxes on your Social Security since you already paid taxes on that money when you paid into the system. Hmm. You did? <laughs> you paid taxes on your Social Security when it went in? Uh, let's Let's rewind that just a little bit. When you receive a paycheck and they are taking out 
federal and state taxes, and they are taking out Social Security and Medicare. They took out Social Security and Medicare before your federal and uh, state taxes were taken out of that. So, yeah, you did not pay taxes on your Social Security income. It goes into a trust fund. Right. And then they take out the federal taxes and state taxes based on whatever's left in your paycheck. So you did not pay taxes into Social Security, and you will be taxed on your Social Security income in one of three tiers. Mm -hmm. Either 0% of your Social Security will be taxed on the federal level. On the federal level. 50% of it may be taxed, or 85% of it may be taxed. The tax that is applicable to that 0, 50, or 85% is based on your provisional income, right? not your AGI, not your adjusted gross income. So that gets a little confusing, but, and there's, there's, there's limits there. How much do you have to earn on that provisional income before they tax you at 50% or before they tax you at 85%? Um, and those same provisional um, tiers will also impact your Medicare. But uh, you do have to pay into social it, taxes on your social security income if your income is above a certain amount. We won't go into all those different amounts. Right. Um, but yeah, now in North Carolina, where most of most of our listeners are listening to this, right. you are not taxed at the state level on your social security income. That's unique to North Carolina. That right. I can't say the same thing about other states. But uh, on federal level, yes, you it is at least subjected to potential tax. All right. Very good. Let's go ahead and get to uh, myth number four here, Garrett, before we go to the trivia question and into the break. All right. Myth number four, there will not be any Social Security left by the time I retire. Probably Mm. the biggest misnomer out there. Yeah, that one's floating out there a lot. And a lot of times people will say Social Security will be bankrupt by the time I pay for it or I I get it. I'm due to get it. So I want to get it as soon as I can. Um, Social Security will not go bankrupt. Now, there is the year 2035 out there that is when this massive trust reserve that Social Security has, which currently has $2.8 trillion in it by the start of of, uh, 2023, had $2.83 trillion in it. That is because for decades, Social Security has been collecting more from people who are working than they have been paying out to those retirees. That trend is right now just starting to reverse itself. If it it didn't this year, it's going to in the next very short period of time. Um, And that trust fund will be depleting and depleting and depleting because more people will be retiring and collecting Social Security and there'll be fewer people paying into it. Mm. But at that time, and this is around 2035, it was 2034, but now it's 2035, so it's going in the right direction, that trust fund will be depleted. And then there will only be about 75 cents coming into Social Security for every dollar that somebody is due to be paid from Social Security. The federal government at some point will have to go and uh, change how Social Security is funded or whatnot to make sure that people are still getting their dollars. But it will not go bankrupt. It will still be there. In all likelihood, if, if uh, Congress is going to make any changes to Social Security and how we receive the benefits, that will be for people who are currently 40 years old, 45 years right. old, not people who are about to receive Social Security. Right. If they make any changes, it's going to be for the younger generations. In all likelihood. Yes. In all likelihood. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and we've got to go to a break here, but let's go ahead and get to the trivia question, Garrett. It's time for the Wealth Guardian's trivia question of the week. All right. So we're going to switch gears from Social Security back to the markets here. 
All right. So today, Apple and Microsoft make up about 13% of the total market cap of the S&P 500. So when we think of the S&P 500, over 13% is two companies. Okay. It has been since the 1970s that only two companies held such a large share. In the 1970s, one of those companies was AT&T. My okay. question to you, Bryce, is what was the other company? All right. I'll have to think about that. All, All right. right. Well, stick around for the answer to that trivia question on the other side of this short break. This is Bryce Payne along with Garrett Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM WTOB. 96.7 FM WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm Bryce Payne along with Garrett Ray this week. And in the second segment this morning, we are talking about common social security myths. Now, Garrett asked me a trivia question in that first segment, and I'm sure you're anxious to hear me get the buzzer. But uh, before we get to that trivia question, I've got two questions for you. Are you looking forward to your retirement? Do you want to make sure that you're making the best financial decisions for your retirement? Well, if you answered yes to those questions, then Garrett and I have great news for you. We here at The Wealth Guardians offer a no-cost, no-obligation, second opinion slash review of your retirement plan, which includes a deep analysis of your assets, investment portfolio, insurance policies, income needs, risk tolerance, risk exposure, tax mitigation strategies, legacy goals, and the fees that you are currently paying on your portfolio. Our goal is really not very complicated. We want to help you lower your fees, align your risk, and improve your overall retirement picture so you can retire the job and keep the paycheck. But the ball, as always, is in your court, and you have to give us a call. And our phone number is 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. Give us a call or visit us at thewealthguardians.com to set up your financial plan review with Doug Garrett and myself today. Remember, the markets aren't going to wait for you. And now let's go ahead and get to that trivia question that Garrett had for me. Garrett, throw it at me again, buddy. All right. So we're talking about today... Apple and Microsoft are just absolutely huge companies. Right. Those two companies together make up over 13% of the entire market cap of the S&P 500 index. We haven't seen that since the early 1970s. If you go back in history, one of the companies back in the early 1970s was AT&T. My question to you, Bryce, is do you know the second company? Well, I believe I do, but it might take me two guesses here. So I, I pondered this, and I think I've got it whittled down to two companies. So the question I had to ask myself was, <laughs> which one did I want to say first? Okay. So the first company I'll say is IBM. You got it. Love it. There you go. All right. What do you think I was going to say is answer number two if it wasn't IBM? I was going to say probably General Electric. That's exactly yep. what I was going to yep. say is number yep. two was yep. General Absolutely. Electric. Was that number three? Was yes, that it was number was three. It? All right. Yep. Very Absolutely. good. How about that? Uh, going back to my youth there. All there right. you go. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So in the first segment, we were talking about uh, common social security myths. And the reason we're talking about that is we have... Our next seminar coming up on Thursday, April 20th and Tuesday, April 25th uh, at our Broyhill building on Social Security. If you're getting ready to retire or have recently retired and you're wondering when you file for Social Security, this is the exact type of seminar that you would want to attend. Mm -hmm. No cost or obligation to attend, but you do have to register with us. So give us a call at 336-391-3409. 
or you could go to our website, thewealthguardians.com and click on the events tab and register that way as well. We just have to know who's coming and how many seats we need to have prepared for you. So that's why we're talking about Social Security this week, and we're going to be talking about Social Security next week as well. So uh, we covered uh, four really common myths in the first segment. And Garrett, uh, let's go ahead and get started on a couple more for the second segment. What do we got next is uh, myth number five. All right, myth number five. You should claim Social Security as soon as you are eligible. Well, now, if that myth was actually accurate, what would be (laughs) the point of us doing a Social Security seminar for people? Sure. Or why have any options at all? Right. So uh, (laughs) now, sometimes depending on a lot of different factors. If you're gonna have residual income in retirement, when you plan on retiring, uh, if you're married, if you've been married in the past, what type of assets you have, are they IRA assets, are they Roth assets? Mm -hmm. There's a number of different factors that go into helping Mm -hmm. us figure out whether or not you should indeed file as soon as you can or delay that. Somebody might ask, why on earth would I delay it? Why don't I get that money coming in as soon as I can? Well, the answer is quite simple because every year from age 62, that's the earliest age that you can file, through age 70, Mm -hmm. more or less, there's some rounding errors in here, but more or less every year that you don't file, you are your social security benefit is going to grow by about 8%. And -hmm. more accurately, it's every month that you don't file, it grows about one twelfth of 8%. 8%. Yep. That is a guaranteed growth rate. So show me another uh, another investment out there that is guaranteed to grow at 8%. So if you don't need the money and you've retired and you can fund your retirement for a couple of years by yourself, that's what we call the gap years, yep. a lot of times it'll make more sense for you to delay filing for Social Security. And yep. now I know some fears and concerns about the sustainability of Social Security falls into it. And people say, well, I want to get my hands on it as soon as I can because it won't be there. Right. I, I get that, but that's not really a legitimate concern. So yep. uh, that is why you would want to attend uh, our social security workshop is to get an answer like that. All right. So that's that, that's that one, Garrett, what do we got next? All right. Myth number six, you can't work and receive social security benefits at the same time. Huge myth. Absolutely. Incorrect. Very huge myth. Yeah. Um, now there is something out there called the earnings test, right? And there is something out there called your full retirement age. And depending on what mm-hmm. year you were born, that's either between your age of 66 or 67 or somewhere in between there. If you are working, before you have turned your full retirement age. So we'll just call it 67 for the sake of this conversation. If you if you are working before 67 and you decide to turn on Social Security, there is an earnings test there. And if you make over $19,560 in the year before you turn full retirement age and you have filed for Social Security, they are going to deduct $1 of Social Security and it's a really, the true word is withhold. They're going to withhold $1 of Social Security for every $2 you make over that 19560 But they are not keeping that from you. What they will do is after you've turned full retirement age, they will calculate how much money they withheld from you and put it back into your Social Security checks mm. for whatever time frame they think that you're going to be receiving Social Security. It's not a penalty, but it is a withholding. And once you've turned full retirement age, that no longer exists. You can make as much money as you want. They won't withhold anything as far as the earnings test goes. Now, if you make too much money, then it might be that 85% of your Social Security right. is taxed it's instead taxable. of 50% or 0%. That's a whole different thing. But as far as the earnings test goes, that is uh, off the table once you reach your full retirement age. So not true. You can 
work and earn social security at the same time. All right. All right. Let's go ahead and go to myth number seven. All right. Social security benefits are for U.S. citizens and U.S. citizens only. Well, now this might be a hot button topic because a lot of people would say, well, if it's not, it certainly should be. So right. people were raising their eyebrows here saying, well, what is Bryce <laughs> going to say here? Is it only for U.S.? It is for anybody who put into yeah. Social Security. Right. You do not have to be a U.S. citizen to have paid into Social yeah. Security. So you do not have to be a U.S. citizen to receive the benefits back that you already put into it. Um, that's the short answer yeah. there. You do have to qualify just like any other uh, U.S. citizen would as far yeah. as how much, how many quarters. The 40 working quarters. The 40 and, working yep. quarters, et cetera. But the, the short answer is no, you do not have to be a U.S. citizen. But Keep in mind that Social Security, a lot of people will call Social Security a, what do they call it when it's um, a safety net? It is a safety oh, net, yeah. but it is um, it is it is one that we have already paid into. So it's right. not like free money out there. Sure. And so if somebody has paid into it, whether they're a U.S. citizen or not, at least the way the rules are written, that they, are, they qualify for Social Security. Right. All right. Next one. Um, your Social Security benefits are based on your last job salary. Okay, so this is another very common one. A lot yeah. of people will get this one incorrect. And a lot of people out there will probably think, yeah, it is something about the last 20 years or, or 35 years or whatever that you've worked. Very, um, very important clarification to make here. Social Security, the amount of benefit that you're going to receive is based off of your 35 highest earning years. Correct. Yeah. Not your 35 last working years. Now, for a lot of people, that might be the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, the last mm -hmm. 35 years, I was earning more than my previous 10, 15, 20 years. So for a lot of people, yes. Right. But that is not technically the case. It's your highest earning years. Mm -hmm. And so Social Security is keeping tabs on every uh, year that you've worked and how much you contributed to Social Security. And they are adjusting those years. So from the 1970s, 1980s, 1990s, whenever, they've adjusted each of those years for inflation. Mm -hmm. And then after they've adjusted it, they weed it down to the 35 highest earning years based on inflation adjustments. That's what they are calculating yep. your benefit off of. And one thing that comes to mind for me, Bryce, is someone who is kind of approaching that retirement age window if they are in a position where they are earning a very good salary and they're in kind of the peak of their career, and that's that's typical for a lot of folks, you tend to earn more the more you work right. and get that experience. That could be one factor that plays into if you're happy at your job that you would delay filing for your Social Security because as you continue to earn more, well, that's going to increase your benefit when you eventually do decide to claim it. Right. So, so if they're it's one thing that pay, plays into it. Yeah. So if they're basing your benefit right now, if you're looking and say, well, my benefit's going to be $3,000 a month because this is the 35 years that they're calculating, and you're making a lot more right now, well, let's say you work one more year. Yeah, let's well, say you're another, age 62. Yeah, so that's yeah. another high-earning year that is replacing one of those low-earning years at exactly. the bottom of that 35 list, and that will only serve to increase your benefit yeah. when you do turn it on. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Garrett. Well, I think that uh, that clears us out of all of the uh, the myths out there. Again, yeah. let's just remind our listeners that on Thursday, April 20th and Tuesday, April 25th is our next Social Security and Retirement Workshop. And uh, that's at our Broyhill building at the old Clemens Library where our office is now located. The Broyhill Annex. The Broyhill Annex is yep. what we call it. And uh, to register, 336-391-3409. Or visit us at our website, thewealthguardians.com. No cost or obligation to attend, but you do have to register. And uh, with that, 
That is all the time that we have this week. Another fun one. Another fun one. We hope the rest of your weekend is everything you want it to be. This is Bryce Payne along with Garrett Ray that shows the Wealth Guardians helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM WTOB.